So, you know, as far as you've been witnessing, you know, the sentencing, who, who do you think was the strongest witness by, by far that the defense has brought so far? Well, I think, um, you know, we were always of the opinion that the defense should have called Oscar Pistorius to testify personally. Um, you know, he would have been the only person to really show to the court that he is, uh, you know, is remorseful, that he accepts responsibility for his actions uh, and that he is a person that needs to be rehabilitated. Obviously, they did not call him. Um, I think Jonathan Skulls, the professor, did not testify too badly. Um, but then, you know, today in, in the argument, I think it was a good move by, by his legal team to put him in front of the judge on his stumps, you know, uh, saying that he was, it was exactly the way that he was when the incident occurred. It, he was a vulnerable man at the time and, and that, that should be regarded, you know, as, as, uh, as a reason to why he acted in the way that he mm. did. So I oh. think the, the most impressive witness during the, the aggravation of sentence by the states is definitely Riva Steenkamp's father. You know, uh, Barry Steenkamp really drove home the, the effect that this crime has had, has had on his family and, and on society at large. And remember that that's a very important factor to consider by the judge when, when handing down a just sentence is the effect that the crime has had on society and the immediate family of the deceased person. Just tell us about this technique that Barry Rue used today. I mean, he asked Oscar Pistorius to remove his prosthetics in court. Oscar started crying. And then Barry said, you know, that he understands that he needs to do this. He's embarrassed, but he sees that it's an important act to show both his vulnerability and his difficulty balancing on his stems. You know, this was not at all cross-examined by, by the state. Just talk to us about this technique that Barry employed today. Well, remember that it, it forms part of his final argument, so it won't be scrutinized by cross-examination. Um, it is basically him addressing the court and, and trying to bring his point across, you know, and, and, and that point is that when the incident occurred, Oscar Pasturis, there's, there's two versions of him. There's the one that the people perceive him to be this, uh, you know, supernatural athlete who's reached unbelievable heights during his career, and then there's the other one of this person who, who is uh, a fearful person, who is, um, you know, a, a person with a low self-esteem when he's on his stumps, a person who, who uh, his entire life has been fearful of confrontation and, and all of these things. And that's the picture that he tried to paint. You know, it's a, it's a, I think it was a good move by the defense, definitely. And it's, it's a tactic that, that we use in the industry. You know, uh, uh, it's been said many times before, but a, a picture paints a thousand words and if you can demonstrate that to the court i think it would definitely have a have a better effect than just simply saying that he's a a disabled person and that he found himself in that position that night so i think a very good tactic by barry Ruth. i mean the the other picture that uh, you know will be difficult for people to get their the, the images out of their head was that of barry steenkamp who probably surely gave the most emotional testimony in court uh, Riva Steenkamp's father, you know, detailed the, just the health consequences that he faced as a result of, of uh, Oscar Pistorius's actions. How much is that actually going to sway the court in mitigation of sentence, though, Ulrich? So our, our law is uh, the, the trite law, as we call it, that governs sentencing, is the principles as enshrined in an in a old case called, called State versus Zinn. And that dates back to 1969. And it sets out clearly that the three factors that a court needs to consider 
when handing down a just sentence is the personal circumstances of the accused, the severity or the seriousness of the offence, and then the third one is the interest of society. So that is, um, you know, exactly what what Harry now tried to to achieve by calling Darius Tienkamp is just to to show to the court what effect this crime has had not only on society but more importantly on the family of Rivas Tienkamp. So I think also a very a very wise decision by Harry now to call the father, and it just drove home the point, you know, how how emotional he is and how obviously you can't describe to a court on paper you know the effect that that it has to lose a child and for him to testify just drove home that point completely so a very good testimony and uh, obviously everything that he said in court needs to be considered properly by the courts um the other the other difficulty that the defense faced with that testimony is you know how do you cross-examine a father who testifies about the, the emotional effect that his daughter's murder has had on him. It's, it's impossible to cross-examine because if you try and take him on on the, on the point that he raised, you'll come across as being severely, uh, in, you know, insincere. And, and I think a court will actually stop the cross-examination. So definitely also a good effect that that, that witness would have had on the judge from the state's point of view.